Welcome to the Community Corner, the podcast powered by Bevy. I'm your host, Beth McIntyre. In this show, I interview community builders from all spaces in the industry. Stay tuned for actionable strategies to learn and community stories to love, all in 15 minutes. I'm excited to have our next guest, Aaron Helper, CEO of The Upside, a community for consultants. Today, Erin shares with us the origin story of The Upside and how she built a business from a community. She shares her advice for those looking to build and monetize their own community and how to focus on what's important in order to scale. Welcome to the Community Corner Podcast, Erin. I'm so excited to have you today. Thanks for having me, Beth. I appreciate it. Let's dive right in. Can you please describe what The Upside is and what exactly you do in your role? Sure. The Upside is an award-winning community and accelerator specifically for consultants. And I'm the CEO of The Upside, so, you know, chief everything officer. Uh, We do have a team, but my role is CEO, and I believe that is self-explanatory for most people. Yes, I think so, too. (laughs) So can you tell us a bit more about how The Upside actually got started? Like, what is the actual story behind this community? The story is that I was consulting on my own for seven years. I was doing it when I didn't know anyone else who was doing it. I mean, there were other people doing it, but I didn't know of anyone. There were no communities of people doing it. It was more like outliers. You know, it wasn't such a common um, work choice. But I had left the nine to five when I was around 30 years old, started my own consultancy practice, ran that for seven years. And then once I had my two kids and I moved to the New York City suburbs and I started seeing a lot of professionals dropping out of the workforce or taking jobs that were below them because they were having a hard time juggling family life, commuting life, and work life, and they just felt so stretched thin, I decided I need to start a company that helps these people also become consultants. Because for me, that was the perfect balance of being able to control your own schedule, work when, where, how you want, and still make a lot of money, and still leverage all of the skills and networks you had built up to that date. So what happened was I built a company that was not what it is today. I built a company that matched consultants with clients. And a year and a half, almost two years after doing that, I turned it into a community model. I realized that there was a problem to be solved and the problem was legit. So there was a real need there. But the business model I had chosen not only wasn't perfectly aligned with what made me happy on a daily basis and what I wanted to be doing with my days, but it also wasn't solving the problem in a way that I thought reached the most amount of people. Interesting. You know, I really appreciate how it started so organically as one thing, and then you kind of got to see what it could become and start to make those changes. So in this case, which came first? Was it the community or was it the business? So as far as how did I become a community, like how did I go from, you know, a client consulting matching company to a community? It seems, yeah, like they like, how does that even like transition at all? Well, I hated the business, but I loved the mission. And I knew there was a huge problem to be solved. And I had built up this database of, you know, two, 300 people who wanted my services, all these consultants or budding consultants 
who were just dying for clients. I did not expect that to happen. Like people just kept submitting, submitting, submitting their information. And I really didn't have that type of high volume. I didn't have that type of business for them. It was very boutique, very manual, one-off type deals. And so I said, how can I serve all these people? And I realized, okay, what's the value of the business right now? The value, the asset is this database. The asset is that I've collected all of this information, all these people. What can I do with that? How can I monetize that in a way that serves them best and solves a problem and makes my day-to-day life joyful? And I realized that community was the way to do that. And now I'm simplifying the whole story, but that was how that community was how I did that. That's okay. We only have 15 minutes. So I appreciate you simplifying very long stories. (laughs) I feel like community is often kind of at that intersection of the you know, building meaningful connections and giving people a space to create relationships. And on the flip side, monetizing, you know, which is a lot more business oriented and isn't as social. So how do you kind of find that balance of the quantitative metrics and and monetizing and money and finances with the more qualitative reasons like building relationships and making meaningful connections? Well, I can only speak to what we do in The Upside. And what we decided to do was to be a more intimate and a more curated community and a higher ticket community. So the cost to join already qualifies a lot of our members. Some people don't want to pay a fee. You know, they don't want to pay entry into something or they don't have the revenue to justify it, or they're not ready to invest in themselves, or they're not ready to play bigger. You know, we want people who are at that point where they are like, I am ready to play big. You know, I am ready to take this to the next level. And so our price alone qualifies them in that way. We also have an application that's pretty long. We have an interview. So we're doing a more curated community, this is, it doesn't mean that it's not inclusive. It's very inclusive, but it's the all the right people because the whole value, the ROI of what we do, and we do programming, we do so many valuable things, but the real ROI is the people because you'll never find this group of people anywhere else. And if you fit into this very specific niche of consultants who left corporate and you're out on your own, I mean, that's a very specific person. Then it's like people join and we have no churn. Like people almost never leave because it's the right people. So how do you balance monetizing versus connecting? To me, the monetizing is in, it, for us, it's, it's the entry fee. And, and after that, we feel like we don't need to monetize it more than that. Um, I feel like if someone's paying a few hundred dollars a month to be in a community, they shouldn't be advertised to. I mean, yeah. I also really like your quote, the real ROI is the people. I feel like that's that's the title of your book, maybe, if you write one. <laughs> Thank you, Beth. Appreciate that. I'm writing that one down. <laughs> you make it sound so easy. You make it sound like, oh, yeah, monetizing it. You know, it's people want to be a part of this community. This is just what's going to happen. We're going to focus on the people. But what advice would you give someone who is looking to kind of build a community as a business or is looking to monetize the community they've already built. Okay, so let's start with the first. 
when you're building a community, you have to really understand what problem you're solving. It's just like any other product. Is it a vitamin or is it a painkiller? Is it, is it a headache solver or is it just for fun? As far as monetizing goes, I would say the ones who solve a big problem, like what we did, that's where the money is. So what is the problem? Then I would say it is figuring out what value you're going to provide that community that's going to solve the problem. So it's not just about putting people together. How are you going to facilitate those connections? How are you going to implement programming to provide the value to solve the problem, the reason why they showed up? And then finally, how are you going to monetize it? How are you going to monetize it? So those are the three big questions for people who are just starting out. So I am a big fan of not starting a community unless you already have those three plans in place. So as far as how do you monetize an existing community, I think that it's very difficult to build the community, to build that volume up and then monetize it. For people who are not used to paying typically are not the same people who will pay. A lot of times, once you flip that switch, they're gone. Hmm. They're like, oh, wait, I'm used to getting this for free. So then what's your other choice? It's advertisers, sponsors. And that's okay. Like, I'm, in, I'm a member of free communities, too. And I accept that I don't pay anything to be in there. And therefore, I accept your advertisement. You know, it's, it's okay. But you have to decide what monetization, what revenue streams, what business model works for your palette personally, and works for your audience. That's great advice. Thanks, Beth. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Last question, because we're running out of time. This is the question that I ask every guest. What is a memorable moment you've had in your community? Oh my God, there are so many, Beth. It It is really... Okay, so the most memorable one is that my members, out of nowhere, my members got together coordinated, and there's 150 of them, you know, they coordinated and got together and they bought me a big neon sign with the Upsides logo that is now hanging, you can't see it, but it's right there, it's hanging in my office. And they presented me with it, it was like this whole thing. And I just couldn't, I really couldn't believe it because they're the customer, I should be giving them something. And they love the upside so much. They appreciated the work I've put into it and and what we've done so much that they actually got us. (laughs) They got the upside a gift. And that was, I mean, talk about holding back tears. That was quite, quite a moment for me. Wow. I can't even imagine even to just have your members come together and to do something like that anyway, like for them to be able to work together and to coordinate something like that is huge anyway. I mean, gift aside, how cool is that that you've built this place where these people can come together and and work together like that? Yes. And I will also say it came at the exact same time that I won the CMX Community of the Year Award, which literally, I, I think I'll be saying that for the next five years. 2021 community of the year, because we beat out some really big companies. Um, I never expected to win. We're like the little independent film that was up against like the $50 million budget blockbuster and, and like one, you know, we're like the real sleeper. So the fact that we won 
when we are up against so many big companies, high volume companies, well-known companies that I, that, that really just, I'm still riding high on that one. Excellent. Well, it's very well-deserved, Aaron. I'm so happy that I got a chance to chat with you a little bit more about what the upside is and, and hear some of that advice. I think that that's excellent advice for people who are looking to, to build community as business. Thanks, Beth. I hope more people do it. I love this industry and I, I can't wait to see it blossom and mature even more. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Beth. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about how to create your own community, go to pod.bevy.com. That's pod.bevy.com. This is the Community Corner, and I'm Beth McIntyre.